Welcome to the Summer Rewind of the Game Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev, where we are rewinding back to some of our favorite moments from our previous seasons. Let's get it. One of my oldest and dearest friends, and for all of the village that says, yo, um, you know, I, I know I said you can't have like a platonic friend, you know what I'm saying? Like she is like truly one of my dopest friends, period. But she is one of the very, very few women in my life that I call friend and I love her so much. Uh, Village, welcome back to the Game Recognize Game, Recognize Game podcast, Miss Shantae Christian. Oh, thank you. I'm like, with an intro like that, what can I say? What can I say other than thank you? Um, thank you for just allowing me to be a part of this journey with you all, because without you, I wouldn't have been able to even just create and start my own podcast, um, which is my best shift. No, um, shameless plug. Um, and I just being in the space of being able to create, um, opportunities for people and just to stay connected, right? Because, Kevin, one of your cousins is my engineer for the podcast, and I just believe in just keeping us as close as possible together. You know, it's not that many Black people that went to Mason when we were there. So um, I'm just <laughs> truly thankful and grateful for that. Um, as Kevin mentioned, I am a two-time international best-selling on, Amazon Come author. On, I mean, just tell two. it like it is, just man. Two. Just two. Let's go. Just two. Um, chapter seven in both books, they are on um, digital, hard copy, softback, you name it, you can go get it. And all of the proceeds go to um, charity. So one of the dopest things about being a part of both of those projects is that none of us walked away with uh, any coins. We gave them all away to the people. So um, that's, that's something that's always near and dear to my heart. So yeah, but thank you for bringing me. What's up? Welcome. So, like, how has everybody been? We we are nearing the end of 2021. Um, it, compared to 2020, 2021 flew by. Um, but you know, as you we look at the news, 2021 was like, <laughs> I ain't done yet. Um, so we got some things happening, but beyond everything that's happening all around us, how are you, what's happening within us and how, like, how are you making it? How are you managing self-care, all that good stuff? Wellness check. That's what we're doing. Wellness check. Hey brother Jay, man, you know, you hear it from me every week. I'm just taking it one day at a time, like a 12 step program. Okay. Um, that's all I can really do, man. I'm not, I'm, I'm learning to manage my expectations. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm learning about uh, boundaries I'm learning more so about myself as far as like, like my tolerance level. Like what's the real fine line of my tolerance level mm-hmm. of bullshit. You know what I mean? And I've, and I've, and I, and I'm, I'm learning my limits because uh, my limits were tested in 20 and 21. Um, but you know what? I kind of just threw caution to the wind this fall, man. And said, you know what? What's B is going to be, man. I got my, uh, I got my third, my third microchip, the version three pumped into my arm today. So, okay. hey man, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to really, really be outside, man. <laughs> really, really be outside, outside. So other than that, I'm dope, man. I'm dope. Uh, that's what's oh, up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never be able to walk through TSA ever again. <laughs> 
to start glowing green. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, 2020 for me was a little different because I I said, okay, I'm, I'm going to take this opportunity and I'm putting my foot all the way down to the metal and I'm going hardcore. And in 2020, like, I really went in on the unspoken truths, started writing a book and preparing for 2021. And then 2021 came and I thought it was a good idea to continue at that same pace. Um, and then finally, when I said, you know, no more to corporate in the way that I was operating in it, I was like, I'm tired. Like, I want to just nap. And I had to get really okay with the fact of people being like, oh my God, you're not doing anything. Like, I've been, I've been working kind of like around the clock, sleeping for two hours a day type of working. And I'm like, you don't understand that. You didn't see that, like, to get me to where I'm at. And so I had to get okay with being okay with taking a break, right? And like, and not feeling guilty or feeling shamed by other people's perception of what they think I should be or shouldn't have been doing. And so that's something that really resonated with me in 2021, especially the latter part um, and going into 22, just given, you know, it is what it is. I think that's a good place for all of us to be in, right? It is what it is. There's, there's, there's a limit to the things we can control. It's going to be what it's going to be, whether I'm there or not. And I remember my grandmother once said, um, tomorrow's still going to be tomorrow, whether I'm here to see it or not. And I didn't really understand it at that tender age that she gave it to me. But now hindsight, like you're right. The sun is still going to shine, whether I'm, whether I'm here or not. Right. And Regardless, so, right. Tomorrow going to be Friday. God, as old folks say, God willing and the Creek don't rise, but things keep moving. And mm-hmm. I think when we don't allow ourselves to get boggled down by things that we can't control, because we get lost in the control. And I think when we we release the desire to control things that are outside of our control, like we can breathe a lot easier. Hey man, you got and you got to take that breath too, man. Oh, like yeah, because you'll forget to breathe. Yeah, because you will legitimately forget to breathe because we've been running yeah. in autopilot. Yeah, and autopilot, like you, you don't really remember to breathe on a normal basis, but sometimes you have to stop and actually. Right. Just I, I yeah. cop I, I catch myself doing that often now. Like in the middle of a conversation, right before I cut somebody out, I'm just like <sighs> That's the pause, man. It's there's, there's power, power in the pause. pause. <laughs> there's power in the pause. <laughs> right. And so And that, you know what it reminds me of though? Like so one of my grandmothers used to say, Life is for the living. And so if you're not living, you're you're not you're not breathing and you're not continuing mm-hmm. to be in space. And so it's something I keep saying. It's like life is for the living. So I gotta live my life. Because if I don't, whose life am I living? Yeah, that's good. I like that. I like that. So for tonight's conversation, and that was a good segue, some lessons that we've learned in our past, right, from some of our amazing teachers in our individual life's journey. What, you know, as we are approaching 2021, and you know, I mean, 2022, sorry, as we are approaching the close of 2021, this is the time where people start to, um, make plans or preparation for a new year. Some people look at the resolution, like, what do I want to do? Some people think about one thing that they want to focus on and let that be the theme throughout the year. But as we close out the year and we prepare to um, 
meet the destiny of a new one. What are some things or some lessons that you um, feel that one, either you need to unlearn or that you feel people in general need to unlearn? And you can say people like the world, you can say people as in your village, your, your circle, you can say people as in your community, whatever, whatever you see, just like, what are some lessons um, that need to be unlearned? I know that was a heavy one. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, you just I come mean, out the gate with it, right? You don't even warm, you don't even warm it up. I thought that was the warm up. Mm-hmm. It's all good. Nope. I <laughs> see what you did there. Um, I mean, honestly, man, for real, I would say to to go back to the the top of the question when you were talking about, uh, you know, how we want to close out the year. A lot of the same things that I worked on this year. I'm continuing that on into 2022 because I, I, I've made progress, but it's not a finite destination. It hasn't been fulfilled yet. Mm-hmm. And so for me, you know, that's something that um, it was kind of a, a buildup to build up the tolerance and the patience and the necessary discipline and cadence to say, all right, well, if this is a goal, the goal likely will be difficult to achieve because it's something that you really, really want. And timing and barriers and challenges may uh, pop up along that journey this year and you failed and stumble, but at the same time, you still make progress. And so that's something that, um, something that I guess I need to unlearn. And I think a lot of people have to unlearn is to, um, it's okay to give yourself some, some grace and to give yourself some credit as far as your accomplishments you know, the, 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 no, no, uh, perfect, no organization, no successful business organization, successful people in mind in general, right? They're never the apex of success when they start out like ever. I mean, it's unrealistic. And so I think most people put that level of pressure and expectation on themselves though. I mean, you know, Michael Jordan lost to the Pistons. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, why am I any different? And so it's really it's really about progress. But I think people need to kind of unlearn, you know, this kind of hole we want to have on ourselves. Well, man, you had a resolution, a, a goal in mind at the top of the year. December comes around. It's not done. So what, do you just say, forget it? You scrap it? Do you create a new goal, a new destination? Do you move the goalposts on yourself, which isn't fair, right? Or do you kind of stay the course? And it's something, uh, Brother Jay, that we constantly say, slow motion is still motion. And sometimes the motion may not necessarily be um, as slow as you think it is. Mm. It's just not hyper- uh, it's not moving at that a hyper speed and kind of this pace of instant gratification that we are looking for. Yeah. And so for me, man, I think one of the pieces this year that I'm going to kind of just, I got, I'm, I'm comfortable at the speed that I'm going. I'm comfortable in the lane that I'm in. Mm-hmm. I'm comfortable with the mode of transportation to get from point A to point B. And so I'm just going to ride it out because I'm, I know I'm not at my destination. It is something a, a mentor told, told me um, recently, actually. And he, he was saying, he was talking about successful businesses. And he says, 
you know, any, any business, any product, if you're the best, you're never going to be satisfied with the best. You have to be in a perpetual state of beta testing. Everything is a beta test. And so if that's the, if that's how success works, then how is it that I'm any different that I, I can avoid the scrapes, the scars, the bruises, the bumps, the challenges, the barriers, and, you know, get through this process unscathed. It doesn't work that way. It hurts, but it's not realistic. So I think that's something that I, I need to just unlearn it and give myself more credit. But I, a lesson that I did learn in 2020 taught me that was like, yo, this thing ain't over <laughs> until it's over. Yes, sir. And so you gotta, you gotta prepare for the marathon. Yeah, man. I think, you know, one of the things that Kevin, when you were talking was triggering for me (laughs) is this space of one comparison, right? So, Mm -hmm. so many people compare, like, like when you talked about Michael Jordan, right? At the top of his career and they just started playing ball and they want to already be like Michael Jordan. Well, how much time and practice did he get to get there? You know what I mean? And so it's like, give yourself the wins when you are there and in the trenches because he was there and in the trenches and you have to go put in the work behind it to be able to see your wins right and to be able to get to that level to say damn I made it but when you comparing your A to his Z it's going to always look unkiltered and I think that you know when we talk about lessons to unlearn I, I really want people to unlearn that whatever that comparison is that um and and is and then it's also walks along with perfectionism Mm. like people have this negative idea of perfectionism and something that i tell my clients all the time is regardless of your faith there's this person that allegedly walked the earth that was the only perfect person and unless you are that person by the name of jesus then how do you expect to be perfect (laughs) you could do some things to get you really close to it but how is perfectionism serving you and if it's helping you get to your goal what you complaining about? I, I would say for me, um, I, off the top of my head, I would say there's a few things that I've identified that I need to personally unlearn, or that I have unlearned, or I'm still in the process of unlearning. And I would say, one of the major ones is the grind don't stop. That's something that I that I had to meet face to face and was like, nope, the grind doesn't stop, but I do. And stopping is never the finale. You stop to, um, you stop at a gas station when you run out of fuel. You, you stop to get food at a drive through or a grocery store when there's, in, there's things that you're in need of. And I recognize, uh, Kevin and I talk about this all the time. I recognized in the middle of 2021 that I was tired. Like I was mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally exhausted. And so I stopped. What did I stop? I stopped everything. I disappeared. I stopped answering phone calls. I stopped communicating on social media. Um, I stopped entertaining foolish conversation. Anything that was taken away from me resting, I stopped. And I recognized that there was things that I was working on that I wanted to get finished by a certain time. I heard it in my voice, like whenever you continue, the work will be there. 
and a delay is not a denial. So, right. So like, it's okay to, to stop. And I, that's what I did. Like, brother Jay, that's the crazy part though. Every game has a halftime. Oh yes. And there's time. Every game for has an intermission. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The timeouts for a reason, but I think full timeouts, short timeouts. We've been classically conditioned to think that we have to keep going until the whistle blows. Mm-hmm. And that's, I didn't, I, nigga, I was tired. Like I, I didn't even want to talk to people. Like my therapist hit me up and I was like, Hey play, I'm going to hit you back later. <laughs> like I just like, she was like, I was just wondering, you, you canceled the last two sessions. I was like, I don't, I don't have the bandwidth to, to, to form complete sentences. I nigga was tired, exhausted. Right. And I stopped showing up to stuff. I stopped answering the phone. Like, I would decide what I wanted to respond to. And I recognize that no, the grind doesn't stop, but there comes a time where I have to, if I want to be able to grind even more. Right. And, and so that's one thing that I, I'm still unlearning. I'm still unlearning because I used to constantly be busy. And whenever I had an opening in my calendar, it meant I wasn't doing enough. So I put something on my calendar, but no, now I am appreciating the rest. I'm telling people no. And, the grind doesn't stop. You're right. But someone has to come in like that. I need a pitch hitter, right? I don't have a pitch hitter. Can't nobody do the dreams or the visions that were given to me because they weren't given to them, right? And even if I tell you what I need done, you're not going to do it the way it was downloaded to me. So pressing pause, knowing that there's power in the pause and to to remove other people's time clock on my personal journey. This is what you got to do all that. I I just had to, I had to stop, bro. Like, cause I literally felt like I was losing control of the things that I could control. Like my sanity, um, patience. I didn't have it for anybody, not even children. And you know, I, uh, brother Jay, love the kids. I didn't want to see anybody. (laughs) Love the kids. Right. A lot of kids. Right. I just, I just, I didn't have it in me. And so recognizing that the grind don't stop. Another one that I had to unlearn um, is that be kind to everyone. And you're probably like, why, well, why wouldn't you be kind to everyone? Because everyone really doesn't deserve your kindness. Now, now hear me when I say to not be kind to everyone, that doesn't mean being asked to others, right? That just means everyone's not deserving of your energy. And so um, I was thinking of an interaction that I had in the grocery store. If you follow me on Facebook, you know about my Walmart Chronicles. Um, Why are you going to Walmart? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Continue. It's convenient, right? Target's too far and I don't, I don't have the time, right? I told you I was tired. Well, you want me to drive extra? <laughs> man, they, they you're a better man than me, man. man. Target's too far for scarred. delivery. Target won't deliver I'm to me. I'm too far. Still scarred at Walmart, man. I, three times a year. L- listen. That's it. In the middle of a pandemic, you had to get it how you live it, right? So, <laughs> so here I am, right? And a woman, I, I could tell she was having a bad day, but I also was having a bad day. And I was like, hmm. This is not going to end well if two bad days combined in aisle eight. Um, so I had to make the conscious decision. You know, I, as a child, I was taught, you know, someone does something, you turn the other cheek. Uh, right. Uh, two wrongs don't make a right. But I was like, ah, I've grown up and I've learned that two negatives multiplied by one another equal positive. Right. And so when you understand 
that yes, people are dealing with their own individual things. That doesn't mean that I have to be kind to you if I don't want to. This lesson was taught to me by a little girl in the mall one day. And so she was with her mom and um, somebody came up and talked to her mother and she was like, why, why aren't you speaking to her? And the little girl looked at the woman up and down. And I was like, that's my, we would have been friends as kids. And she just refused to speak. And so the mother apologized and she said, <laughs> after she walked away, she was like, well, what, what, what was wrong there? Like, why didn't you speak? You're supposed to be nice to people. She was like, I didn't feel like I should have been nice to her. She was like, she was saying mean things and I didn't like it. So therefore I wasn't going to speak to her. Mm. And in that moment I was like, mm. I don't really have to be kind to people. I can just refuse to give my energy away. And so that's what I'm doing, right? I, I am recognizing that everybody doesn't deserve the energy that I'm about to give. And, and this goes even deeper. I, this is a, probably another lesson. This might be a whole nother session. So stop me if I get too far <laughs> in. I think back to family interactions and as a kid, we don't really get the option of whether we want to like or engage with our family. Like we are taught and we're told how to interact with our family. There's individuals that I have seen take advantage of the family pass to mistreat and be disrespectful. And, and, you know, as a kid, I would see this and I'm wondering like, why are we still being nice to this individual? Like, they just blatantly disrespected and did like should have got punched in their face when they said whatever they said, but yet you still inviting them over to places. I, I, that was troubling for me as a kid. And now as an adult, like I don't have to deal with that. Like you're rude. You're disrespectful just because your family doesn't mean I like you. Right. Just because your family doesn't mean that I have to interact with you. Family's the only reason I ain't punched you in your face, but that doesn't mean that I have to let you in my space. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I decline invitations all the time. Sometimes I don't even respond family or not, because I know that somebody's about to catch these hands because I still haven't forgot the last time you got disrespectful. Ron, I have gotten so much heat for not going to family reunion. Okay, uh, so, what we call that social obligation. I don't so, have those. social obligation, man. I don't have those. I don't. You and know? so, how did you navigate that conversation? Yeah, like, what? Like, did you just go dark? I would see. I would just would have went dark, checked out. Well, we were in person. This literally just happened. My mom's side has a family reunion every year for three days on Labor Day weekend. I think it's rude that we got to go to the Eastern Shore of Virginia, which a lot of people probably don't even know where that's at, but it's in the middle of nowhere. And so we got to go there every year for three days on Labor Day weekend. And I'm like, nah, I don't want to. And so I said, when my grandmother passed, I was not going to any more family reunions. Well, oh, they must didn't hear me. They must didn't hear me because I, the, I was the mic only wasn't going on. The mic wasn't on. They didn't hear you. <laughs> So I didn't go last year because of the pandemic. Like, you know, we, it was really like, I don't know how y'all living. I don't know. I don't know. Then this year I was like, nah, I'm going to go to Cabo instead. <laughs> like, I don't want to go. Hey, man, that's, a, that's a fair trade-off. I see what For you real. Did. Cabo you did. over cousins. I love it. <laughs> I love it. That's a t-shirt. You get that at a game recognized game shop. 
were at one of my cousins, my cousin who typically does my hair for the promos, um, Rob folks, who's you know doing people on TV hair and all the good stuff. But we were at his baby shower and one of my cousins was like, so why you didn't come to the family reunion? I was like, whoa, that came out of nowhere. Like, you still holding on to that? <laughs> Let that go. And we were around like a bunch of other cousins and I was like, what do I do? <laughs> mm-hmm. And I told her, I said, look, I love you all. Really, I do. However, I choose not to come to family reunion every year, Labor Day weekend, because I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I only did it, even as a kid, because I had to. Yeah. Because <laughs> the grandma was there. And as I got older, when I got to college, she would guilt me. And then when I got a job, she would guilt me even more. And I was like, look, lady, I'm coming for you, but I'm coming every other year, even when she was alive. And so, and it wasn't, and, it, and I had to explain to the group, because then it was like, well, why are you not coming? <laughs> and it was like, it's not that I don't love you and I don't like spending time with you all. It's too much for me. Mm. It's too much time with a bunch of people. I'm an only child. I think they forget that because the family is so big. I'm used to being and walking solo. And all of them always asking me, why are you not married? Who, which, what you doing? Where you living? Why are you not doing and doing? I don't have the mental capacity to survive that for three days straight, all day, all night long, staying in cabins with them. It just doesn't bring me joy. And the, I stopped doing the tradition, the tradition <laughs> is you in front of a firing squad. Yeah, what kind of, who, who wants that tradition? Nobody. I, I stopped doing shit that stopped serving me a long Come time on. ago. Come on, that's and good. this is one of those things. Yo, on like, your hey, Labor Day weekend? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Labor Day weekend? <laughs> and you get that's and you getting an inquisition? Oh, come on, man. Plus the Monday. And then no, I'm always man. trying to explain to a cousin who's really more like an uncle that I'm not a lawyer. I'm like, who told you I went to law school? <laughs> like, what are we talking about? And why are you still doing illegal stuff, right? <laughs> <laughs> continue listening to The Miseducation of Life and Tradition. Check out Season 4, Episode 13 of the Game Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev. Available on all streaming platforms. Stay cool and be light.